Welcome to Series Finale, the only podcast where three comedians watch and discuss the final episode of a television show they've never even seen. Seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Jack. Thank you for joining us on this, our 153rd episode of Series Finale wow. podcast. 153 yeah. episodes. You would think we would have done a big spectacular 150th, but we just kind of forgot about it and it sort of sailed by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys have any thoughts on, on 150 episodes together? 150 weeks in a row. That's really, it's the most consistent I've ever been in my life on anything. We've never missed. Um, we've never missed. That's pretty good. Uh, I think that around 353 is when we'll start to finally see some real growth. <laughs> that's, that's what I imagine. At, at, at 365, you could listen to one a day and it would take a whole year. <laughs> it, will, it will now take you twice as long to watch, listen to our podcast as it would to binge The Sopranos. Whoa. Wow. I never amazing. considered that. James Gandolfini should kind of bow down to us. Do you think that maybe they should recast Saints of Newark with maybe you, Zach, as young James, as young Tony Soprano? Uh, that would be an honor. As you know, it's my ultimate entertainment dream to play an Italian-American in film. <laughs> and you maybe sort of have more of a, like, a, your, your body type is more of a poly walnuts, the way you walk around. <laughs> Is more of a poly. I'd have to. I could play Robert De Niro in uh, The Irishman. That's my physicality. <laughs> do you think that they should do a like a like a, a follow up season to Sopranos where Polly Walnuts is in Paul is polyamorous? <laughs> polyamorous Polly Walnuts. I love that. That would be really sick. I think that the people would that would get some views. Honestly. <laughs> I don't think Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts looks pretty Tony bad. Tony Sirico. He looks say Tony say Sirico, his name the actor. And have some respect. Put some respect <laughs> on Tony's name. He's not Polly Walnuts. He's Tony Sirico. He's one of the all-time great Italian Americans. Tony Sirico. It, it sounds like it sounds like a frozen pizza to me. Dude, I got I picked up a Tony Sirico on the for, for the ride for the ride back. Dude, for the first two seasons of The Sopranos, Tony Sirico was living with his mother, sleeping on her couch. Really? Yeah. The man He was like a struggling, starving actor? He was kind of like a struggling ex-con who occasionally acted. He had been in prison for a significant period of his adult life, and when he got out, he tried acting, and it was kind of working. And he would get jobs, but he was never making like enough money to move out of Ma's place in Bay Ridge. Oh, jeez. Really? Did he, um, what did he go to jail for? Uh, he, stole a, he stole a hot air balloon. <laughs> He stole a hot air balloon and took it across state lines. He he was a legitimate wise guy. He used to really kind of be a bit of a gangster. I don't know that he was mobbed I, up fully, but, you know. I don't want to get us into too much trouble again, but do you think that he uh, 
him and who's the Gotti brother that Pete we consistently bash? Yeah, do you think him and Pete Gotti ever crossed paths? <laughs> to be honest, I think it's within reason that Tony Sirico could have been offended by our Pete Gotti bashing. <laughs> Pete Gotti should have felt, must have felt shunned that he never got a walk on role in The Sopranos when he has the classic Sopranos body type. <laughs> do you, I bet you? I kind of get the feeling that the only that the Pete. Gotti video we posted and all the negative comments that it's gone is just Pete Gotti with burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you fucking homos! Don't talk shit on my man Pete. <laughs> Sopranos was a fa- was a show as a show that has become famous because it depicts fat men as masculine and tough. Uh, this is a show we watched this week. We watched Vikings, where the men are not fat; they're very fit. They're very toned. They're very good looking. I don't know if they're good looking. I think they are. I think they're they're handsome as hell. I like the blonde the blonde motif, you know? I bet if you talk to one of those really freaky evolutionary biology guys who are like half incel, half alpha male, they would tell you that like the jaw shape of these actors proves they were by definition hot. Like they got the women torqued. <laughs> Because, like, they had high testosterone that indicated their ability to procreate. I bet you someone would say that. I'm not saying that someone is me, but maybe, uh, you know. (laughs) You were turned on by these guys. No. You felt torqued up. I mean, you know, I don't want to be rude to this show because it it went six seasons. And people think that we were just talking about The Sopranos because we're airheads. We're actually not. The Sopranos, some people refer to as a seven-season show, including some of the actors, but it was billed as season 6A and season 6B. The Vikings did the same exact thing. This was 602, episode 10. They had a a two-part sixth season, but it was confusing to me, the whole Valhalla thing, and then it was like... They were in England. Isn't that just kind of like that premiere we watched? Did we watch the pilot of this? No, <laughs> we didn't watch the pilot. They're two different what shows. What was the other show that yeah. we watched? But they are on the same topic. Um, we watched La- The Last Kingdom. They both are Vikings who go to England. And that, for me, is a little boring to go to England. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even go to the big... They didn't even go to the big... Uh, big the, the big Wonder Wheel by the, by the river. <laughs> No, they, uh, this is, they're two different shows. I think they are on the exact same topic though, but I think that the Viking show is more like rooted in historical fiction. Whereas like the last kingdom has some fan fantasy to it. Dude, easily the best gig in town right now is if you work at a streaming like service, just be a spy for another one. They all make the same stuff now. After Firefest, they both made the documentary. Uh, six six nine has documentaries on multiple platforms. Free sure. Britney is about to have multiple documentaries on the same platforms. The Wall Street hmm. Bets thing is going to have multiple documentaries on the. It's so lazy. Yeah, I'm actually considering starting a separate documentary in prison, Britney for life, oh. and it's sort of a counterpoint of like the damage she did to society. With her whorish attitude. Lock her up. Yeah. The Britney Spears story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole the whole documentary is just is just a very sympathetic interview with her conservatorship father and about how he needs to control all her finances and how she needs to get back out there and tour because he wants to buy a new ATV. 
I think that would Dude, be really. I, will say, I think that would, I, you know, I wish Britney the best. Absolutely. The internet, here we go. Here we go. The internet was so dramatic <laughs> this week. This is my my least favorite thing in the world. I cannot believe what we all did to Britney. We were so mean to poor Britney. We. Re- what are you talking about? I was seven years old. I didn't do anything to Britney. <laughs> at, at no yeah, point, but your at, attitude. At no point was I tweeting in following Britney to her house or buying paparazzi magazines. Get out of here. Well, dude, that's actually I'm actually happy that you're seeing that out there because mostly I'm seeing is like Justin needs to apologize. Katie Couric should like cut her foot off and like people yelling at the media for for letting this happen to Britney. But I think that there's not enough of the consumer to pointing the gun on themselves. They it's like it's also like Justin also was just a kid, you know, like, yeah, well, he should, I'm he curious. Do you guys know and wrote a song? <laughs> Oh, do you guys know like what the documentary says Justin did? Like what, what what I watched the documentary. Oh, you did? Yeah, I watched the doc. And it's literally like Justin was like uh Justin wrote a song right after they broke Cry up. Me a river. He, sort of, he didn't write a song, yeah, he yeah. wrote an absolute banger. That is a good song. <laughs> that is a good song. Back in 03, in we were the, all just singing Yes King. Yes. <laughs> And then um, he also, like, you know, he was, he went on, like, Howard Stern or some show like that and said that he might have taken her virginity. And this was still in a thing, like, where people cared about stars' virginity. Um, So, I don't know. You know, he was a kid, and he did stupid things, but they don't need to, like, who cares? It was 20 years ago. It was 15 years ago. Well, they were also playing characters in the public eye. I I don't know. That seems like it was all fake i would be surprised if they ever actually even dated but what do i know i don't want to go conspiracy truther i i think britney is out in cancun with ted cruz right now (laughs) (laughs) what a bad look for ted it is a bad look but what are you gonna do you know (laughs) if you already bought the ticket i mean you can't you know it's hard to get a refund refund from these airlines (laughs) it would have been out of touch and insensitive for him to not go because then he would be saying he could afford no refund plane tickets he had to go all working class blue collar americans would have gone (laughs) it that is a literal gag in the simpsons where where the where springfield is going through a terrible crisis and mayor quimby addresses them from the beach In a in a in a tropical paradise. I mean, he's as we record, he's like coming back to the U.S. I mean, I'm not shocked that whatever he's he left, but I'm just it's so funny that people will bend over backwards to be like, oh, it's fine that he did this. I mean, sure, <laughs> sure it is. Someone showed he already ben, bought the t- Someone showed back to back Ben Shapiro tweets. That was Ben Shapiro saying. What do people want Ted Cruz to do? Be out there with a fire torch, like like unfreezing these pipelines, next to a tweet that said, the fact that Nancy Pelosi is eating ice cream while people are on the bread line is unacceptable. <laughs> That's what you have to realize is just none of these people care at all. They're all criminals. This is, you know, no one has any scruples whatsoever. Except Prince Harry uh, and Meghan Markle, the true working class Americans. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, she would punch in, punch out, never a day late on suits. Everyone couldn't talk. To, <laughs> people couldn't talk enough about her work ethic. 
She, we be- I better watch my ass. Meghan Markle might end up having a documentary come out, and I might look really bad. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be starved to try and say that there was bad press. That they pull up audio <laughs> clips from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On their hundred and fifty third podcast episode, they talk shit about Meghan Markle. <laughs> They would dismiss her of the workload on suits. (laughs) And don't forget, the Prince Harry is a um, uh, Prince William. Englishman. Prince William is a a USAF veteran. Prince William, that's that's she's married to Prince Harry. Prince William's the balding one, so he is high testosterone. Oh, oh, got it, got it, got it. Prince, Prince, she's married to Prince Harry. Who's Prince William married to? Kate Middleton. Ah. Her sister's Pippa Middleton. Really? With the big ass. Wait, what? Yeah, Pippa. Pippa. Is Pippa, Pippa American or is she a prince too? She's a woman, so she's not a prince. Well, we don't know. But she's also not. <laughs> she's Dude, not married. Their dad either. is a prince. How crazy is that? Their dad is like a seventy-nine-year-old <laughs> prince. <laughs> At what point do you just Wait. go like forget it? I don't I, like he's going to this guy's going to be king like, you know, never. Just give it just forget it. It is kind of rude the if queen? they call you prince. Yeah, how is the queen still alive? I don't understand it. What do you mean? She's probably she, 90 something, right? Yeah, that's so old. What does she have to do? Hang out in a castle? Well, she's there's still Viking rebellions regularly that she has to keep them at bay. Yeah, Spain just, has just recently she right was now. out there slaying Ivar the Boneless. <laughs> this show is uh, yeah. What what happened? Let's get a broad strokes breakdown of the f- the final episode of uh, Vikings. Good luck. <laughs> okay, I can do this. No problem. Yeah. This is actually, I think this is a show, uh, the final episode of Vikings follows a sort of dual storyline. Uh, two different Viking uh, factions as they attempt to gain footholds in new lands. One Viking faction is trying to gain foothold in the Americas. And uh, they're having to deal with a culture clash with the native peoples there. The other Viking faction is trying to take over England via bloody war, a bloody religious war. And we follow both of those storylines in the final episode of Vikings. That's a pretty good breakdown. That was a great breakdown. There's tension, right, between the people who want to go with the Norse gods and then the people who are becoming more Christian? Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. The in in the final episode, it looks like it's all over for the Norse god. They lose a big battle. There's a guy with blue eyes and a broken leg who gets fucked up. Um, yes, yes. Uh, I thought I thought the religious implications were pretty interesting. Um, in the vi- in the famous video game series Civilization, you you have a civilization that you that you grow and expand. And you can, you know, make war to, like, conquer, but you can also conquer with uh, religion and culture, which I think is a little bit of what is displayed here, is that uh, the Christian religion is, is taking hold, and some Norsemen are uh, converting to Christianity, and their, their allegiance will change. It's sort of an insidious kind of, uh, an insidious, slower kind of conquering. Yeah, but they also win with war because they just kill. They just yeah, bosses. they do just they do just beat them up and stab them. 
And then you, the, I, more interesting in this episode was the the Vikings that made it to America that were like getting down with the America natives. or Canada. If it's historical, it's got to yeah. be Canada, right? I, I, you know, I couldn't say for sure, but I mean, historically, it was Canada uh, that they were in. So they did get when they arrived on the shores, they did go straight to a hospital and get their appendix taken out <laughs> <laughs> for free. <laughs> All that they just went there, raided the insulin, and took it back to the Nordic countries. <laughs> Do, is this true? Did Vikings actually make it to North America? And why didn't they? Why didn't they fuck it up like uh, the Spaniards and the Italians? I think they were just chilling and fishing off the coast of like Newfoundland, and would live there in the summer, and then they would go back. I, I don't think they wanted to live there permanently. And if uh, if, so a cer- if a certain someone with a history podcast wants to text Jack about how stupid we sound as he listens <laughs> to this, I would be I would be really interested in hearing their input because we don't know dog shit. They went over to America, but then the evil oppressive Irish came over and then they killed them all. But then the Irish forgot to plant their crops because they got too drunk and were too busy beating their wives. So then they all died. <laughs> And the historical record was erased. Dude, can uh, you? They, Sorry, go this ahead. is a shout out to uh, this is a shout out to my brother's podcast, the Cauldron Podcast, which is a history of the world battle by battle. Go check it out. Yeah, it's Colin a great Burke. podcast. I especially <laughs> love the episode about the Israeli airport standoff. I think that's a really good episode. Um, yeah, he's very pro Israel. Very pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Uh, I think that would be sick if you could get some of these people from historical TV shows together. Like, imagine if the Vikings came ashore, but then right next to them in a steamboat was fucking Killian Murphy from uh, from Peaky Blinders, and he fought them. He fought them with his hat with a razor blade hidden inside. Dude, you know what's so interesting to me? Remember, we watched Peaky Blinders. We, like, all despised it, basically, for our Patreon podcast, where we watched the pilots, the television shows. We watched Peaky Blinders. We called it trash, and we were like, this is no chance of ever being any good. This week, I saw some... They, I was reading an article about how it's, like, final seasons coming up or whatever, and one of the top posts was, like, this is up there as one of the best shows I've ever seen. I think it goes like Sopranos, Peaky Blinders, possibly switched. Peaky Blinders is so good. And, and it got like over 500 upvotes. Like they were, people were loving it. So maybe we were wrong about Peaky Blinders, but to me, Peaky Blinders had a very Sons of Anarchy Yeah, no, I was feel, just going to make the same it comparison. Was lame. People like Sons of yeah. Anarchy too, Jack, but we maintain that that's a horrible show. And I don't think we need to apologize <laughs> for that. I stand mean. with you guys. Yeah. I think, Jack, you were a little too mean to the fans of Sons of Anarchy. I don't think <laughs> that it makes you like a bad person if you like Sons of Anarchy. But I agree. It was I a think corny. that more people who watch Sons of Anarchy have beaten their wives than people who have watched uh, Sopranos or any other show in the history of America. More women have become bruised because of Sons of Anarchy than any other television show. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Pete Gotti fans might have something to say about that. <laughs> I actually had a moment like this. So I found the Native American part of in the the uh, Viking like collaboration. 
pretty interesting, and it reminded me of a time that I actually left my country to go explore another no country. No way, really? Did it really? Yeah. I'd yeah, love to hear was, about that. Yeah, it was 1550, and I was living in Italy on the <laughs> northern end of the friggin' boot. I was, <laughs> I was 45 and decided it was time for me to go out on my own and leave my ma's house. I was worried I would miss a pasta fajoule too much, but it was time. I hopped on the Santa, the Santa Scaramucci and uh, headed to the new land. <laughs> this Fanu Columbus was actually a pretty good captain. And I took him as a lover. When you're on the high seas, guys is all you sees. <laughs> we made it to the Americas, and I started meeting the different tribes and making them pay me for protection. That's when I saw my opportunity. The king of the Navajos was late on a bet he had made on a lacrosse game. He took the over, but I had forgot. I had gotten the teams drunk the night before, and those guys couldn't hit Ginny Sack from two feet away. <laughs> I threatened to break his bones unless he step aside and make me king. When I stepped in as king of the Navajo, I immediately changed the name to the Navajabronis. <laughs> I got a tan wife. I got a tan wife. She was pretty cool, but she demanded I take off the Vula tracksuit. On my 50th <laughs> birthday, she surprised me uh, with repurposed Valor dick coverings. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the Navajabroni killed me, though, when I returned from Vermont uh, on a trip from Vermont that I had gone on with with Columbus. A Mohawk saw me and him having sailor sex and reported us. <laughs> I asked them not to kill me. They said I was a disgrace to the Java Brony tribe. Oh, so <laughs> that damn. was my experience. I had an experience, actually, that you guys were almost at in an alternative timeline. You, you, you kind of are familiar with this story, the character that I met. We all met him in a different life. But in the 17th century, I set out from my homeland of Situate, Massachusetts, south to stake out a new settlement in the Bridgewater Triangle. The Bridgewater Triangle is an area in Bridgewater, Massachusetts that is said to be home to paranormal activity. In the 1990s, a butchered adult cow was found in the middle of the woods and a bunch of other freaky stuff happened there. Hmm. As I began my journey, and before I went deeper into the woods, I stopped by Profile Rock to pay my respects to the native peoples. A rock there is said to be the profile of Massasoit and has significance to the Wampanoag Indians of Massachusetts and Rhode Island. It is believed that a chief lost a wampum belt there and has cursed the forest ever since. While I was expecting a peaceful reflection, I found a drunk obese man in his early 60s on top of profile rock screaming into a karaoke machine about his deceased son. As he saw us approach, he offered us some soup and told us he was the soup man. <laughs> he said he sold soup to raise money for the sober Illuminati to hopefully be able to bring his son back from the dead once he donated $42,069 to Bill W. I said, I don't like soup, but he said it wasn't an offer. It's a command. This is a holdup. If you come to Profile Rock, you must eat soup. He forced the soup down my throat, and it was so hot that I was scalded, had to get a tracheotomy, and later died inside of the Bridgewater Triangle. Whoa. Oh, that place really is home to all kinds of uh, all kinds of supernatural happenings. Mm-hmm. Dude, do people that was really a hilarious say, show. Do people really say that uh, 
that the place is cursed because the guy lost a belt? Yeah, wampum belt. I, I don't. I think that was that's more of like a fun story rather than someone believe. I I believe it's a campfire type story. Hmm. A wampum belt. Interesting. Um, that Zach was referencing a, a comedy show that we all did once where a man. Did, who gave him the, the I mic? did. Was it me? I did. No, it was oh, me. Oh, you gave him the mic. Yes. There was a man who just walked up on stage, took the mic from Zach, and started t- telling everybody how sad he was because somebody, had, his son had died from like a heroin overdose, and the guy was shit house. And then <laughs> John Paul, everybody was like okay with it. And, like It didn't bother people that much, but John Paul later went on to the man's Facebook page <laughs> and said he was a loser. The man's I just, business I, I, Facebook page, it gave him one I, star. <laughs> I just went on his Facebook profile and I posted a simple message, three words, you're a drunk. <laughs> But then what happened? I BDI'd. I did delete it later because I was afraid of reprisal. He was absolutely (laughs) hammered. (laughs) That was very bizarre. Almost as bizarre as when I also left my home country to venture out to seek fame and fortune. I was a powerful and celebrated Viking leader. I was a nephew to famous Eric the Red. And I was known as JP the White both for beautiful porcelain skin and my willingness to fly the white flag and surrender at the first sign of adversity or challenge in battle, also known as BDIing. It was around the year 1000 AD when I set out an expedition to, to, uh, to, to sail to a new land where I could start a new society because I was dissatisfied with life back home. Uh, they had made new vaping laws that I disagreed with. It was a challenging journey across the great ocean, and we lost many of our crew due to sta- uh, starvation, famine, sickness, and several crew members that I had ordered thrown overboard because I felt that the girls were taking a liking to them and I did not want them to steal my shine. Finally, we did it. We landed in the new land, and as we came ashore, dark-haired, bronze-skinned people came to greet us. I told them my name was J.P. the White, and I was here to conquer and take their land, and the, na- the natives did not seem to understand but they did give us food and help us build shelters to survive the coming harsh winter. For three months, we holed up in these shelters, sitting around the fire, vaping, and receiving emergency stimulus food payments from the natives. I began to raise a huge stink among the small village that had built up that we were soon to run out of emergency corn stimulus, so I decided it was time to make war on the native peoples. We gathered up and made a huge line of Viking warriors outside the native village when their leader, mentally ill buffalo, came out to meet my challenge for single combat. He drew his tomahawk and began doing a Native American spiritual dance. And I started to question how native he was and what his claim to the culture was. He stopped and explained that he was 100% Native American. And this was a traditional tribal dance passed down to him directly from a tribal elder. I said, eh, I don't know, you look a little light-skinned. This shook mentally, buffalo, mentally ill Buffalo's confidence, and so when we did battle, I had the upper hand, and I was able to knock him to the ground. I was about to deliver the killing blow when I saw a single tear running down his cheek, and it warmed <laughs> my heart. I reached down to extend a hand of friendship to the native, and to the native man and his peoples, and as he looked up, He lopped my head off with his tomahawk and celebrated as I died. And my expedition party was either massacred or returned to, or forced to return to Viking land. 
Where we were wow. from. We were from Viking Land. <laughs> it sounds like a play park, like a Six Flags. Yeah, it sounds like a place that has an old country buffet. Yeah. <laughs> I do love old country buffet. One of these once uh, once once Cuomo opens them up again. I'll be heading back there. No, Cuomo's new uh, controversy is he knowingly sent sick people to the soft serve ice cream machine at Old Country Buffets, <laughs> slaughtering dozens. <laughs> he said there's no hope for these people, so just Cuomo, just pass it around. In January, Cuomo knew about the virus, and he removed the sneeze guides from all Old Country Buffets. <laughs> that was a huge vector vector point right there. Yeah, I think that this um, my phone must have been listening to me while I was watching the Viking show because over the course of the last week, my algorithm has been obsessed with Native Americans and showing me videos of Native American people doing dances in and saying don't appropriate but appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> Are you appreciating? I'm getting a little annoyed that they're clogging up my Dude, feet. Dude, that's honestly not a bad sketch of, like, a guy who's kind of Native American, but his, like, grandma had a suit, so he throws it on. He starts doing the dress, the dance. Then he says, you have to appreciate, but you cannot appropriate. It would be good if you had a paid performance at your office, but you have to pay me. No one else can do it. I'm the only guy <laughs> who can do this. It does seem... it's. It's a. It's not a bad dance. I do think it's a little weird that he uses the oh yeah 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 song. Right. Yeah. You know, do you think like, that? Do you find that offensive? I, I think it's <laughs> it's a little much. You know. Yeah. There's no way we know what Native Americans were listening to back then. So I feel like he's making it up. Uh there is well, one guy. There's a guy in Canada who makes music in the language of his people, which may be Passamaquoddy. And, like, he bases it off of an, a phonograph recording from, like, 1896. It, I mean, there are people who know what it sounds like. Check out that guy. Let me find him. Because <laughs> there, there's one guy on TikTok that I just don't like his vibe at all. I'm going to name drop him. Notorious Cree. He does his traditional dances from Canada. I don't like him. I don't know why. Why? It, he just bothers a, me. He seems like he's always pissed at people. And then he's like, watch me dance. And also, why were you guys so mean to Britney? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's because your your people were a big part of the problem? The Portuguese obviously committed genocide against no, all of the natives. They literally, the I literally am descended from no one who went to Canada and killed Native American people. <laughs> I think you're jealous of, of Mr. Cree or what's his name? Of Mr. Cree? Uh, Notorious Cree. I mean, I'm not jealous. You check, watch. Somebody tell me if I'm crazy. Watch one of Notorious Cree's videos and tell me if you dig his vibe. I, I just Whoa, don't so like Wait, now you're sending there. our fans there to attack Notorious Cree? No, absolutely not. <laughs> There's you fact, heard Zach. No. Go on the Notorious Cree's page and let him know what you think. No, no. Silently definitely... watch the video. And uh, just link it to an Anthony Cumia online forum. <laughs> Let's start doxing Native American influencers to get them to be pushed back to a different side of the internet. 
No, but we will, we will give you this area of the net, and you can have this yes. in perpetuity. Oh, here you go, Native Americans. Here's Paro. No, but I'll, let, 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 let me one. shout out a positive <laughs> one. You should check out this woman. She's from Quebec, I think. She's First Nations. Sheena Nova. She does. She's a nook, and she does throat singing with her mom, and she's very beautiful, and she's very fun. She's a friend of Notorious Cree, but I, I don't like mm-hmm. Notorious Cree. I don't. <laughs> I'm just attacking this guy who's just a perfectly good person, just sharing his culture with the world, doing good things. And I just don't like the way he looks at the camera in his 15-second videos. <laughs> Did we ever find out if Dogface was a Native American? No, we didn't. Is that, that would be a big get. Do you think that, that dog TikTok? If they did the racial draft again for Chappelle, Dogface would definitely be fought between the Chicanos and the Indigenous. That would be a war. Oh, we I... with the Latino the Latinx community wants Dogface. If there's a war, we want Dogface like leading the charge on the skateboard, <laughs> listening to Karen nope. Carpenter. The natives get Dogface. You get Ted Cruz. Oh, <laughs> he's not even going to show up to the battle. <laughs> He's dropping his family off at Cancun. Dude, um, what if what it would be funny if he if his excuse was dropping his family off in Cancun was meant that he was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was dropping the fam off in Cancun. His excuse literally was he had to drop his daughter off at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> what a, that could be true though. Ted might have been backed up. He might have had some ice cream. He knew that the toilets weren't flushing in Texas, so he had to fly out to Mexico. <laughs> um, wait, they, why don't we do um? Why don't we do a, a meme minute on the Vikings? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. A meme minute all about the last episode of the Vikings. Let's see here. Okay, I got one. Um, the the Viking, uh, the Native American people is waving in all the white people and saying, come help our, uh, you know, come to our land. You can enjoy it, but don't take advantage of it. And uh, the white people are Michael Jordan sitting in his chair. And that I took personally. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I like that. That's a, I feel like the Jordan take it personally meme has not really graced me a minute before. And that's a good one. It, well, it's here to stay. I think it did when we were doing a lot of Carl Malone. Yeah, jokes. I was yeah. I was thinking of a similar one. The Vikings show up and Notorious Cree is sharing his dance with them. And then the Vikings just say, and I took that. Michael Jordan says I took that personally. Uh, Europeans coming to the Americas for the first time, bringing new strains of diseases. The Native American population, 90% of the Native population... I, I'm a head out. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Um, I got one. Uh, the Viking ship on the way to Newfoundland. Everybody's loaded up, and they're all hee-hoing, hee-hoing. And who's sitting there with them? It's Bernie Sanders in his chair <laughs> <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> Bernie in the chair is so great. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's let's... What what do we got for memes? Okay, ready? Um, ready? Vince yeah. McMahon, eyes exploding. Um, saying <laughs> gabagool is insensitive to Italian-Americans. Vince McMahon's eyes getting even bigger. Don't say Italian. <laughs> say Italian X. 
Vince McMahon's eyes getting huge. Jill Biden is a woman of color. Vince McMahon exploding. <laughs> Canceling Columbus Day is racist. Vince McMahon's head blown up all over the ring of the WWE being picked up by Donald J. Trump. Saying that the Vikings came to America before the Italians is racist. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, AOC on the Viking boat. Rock. Rowing. AOC. AOC. So good that to, as Vikings, we're heading to the Americas to change things. AOC. Two Americas? I can bring socialism to two countries? Rock. Looks back. In disgust with Viking war paint on. <laughs> That's very good. Um, okay, I got one. Um, uh, winter storm in Texas. Oh. Ted Cruz. <laughs> I, I'm a head out. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That probably exists already. Somebody must have made that. No, no it I probably, think it's original. <laughs> it probably didn't. It probably didn't catch on, and someone got like pissed. <laughs> um. What about Bobby? Bobby, if they could read this. Okay, well, be careful with this one. This one can always come off badly. Gets, yeah. <laughs> this one gets when you sit, when you when you when the whole thing is based on calling groups of people dumb, you got to make sure it's the right groups. <laughs> okay, I got it. Then I got it. All right. Um, it's Bobby is King Edward, and uh, the the board on the blackboard it says um, there is only one true God. And his name is Jesus or whatever. And <laughs> and what is King Edward slash Bobby saying? If all those Viking students could read this, they'd be really pissed. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. That's not bad. That's yeah, not bad, that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I mean maybe that's it for the meme minute. I mean yeah, that I was we, definitely we all... a lot of memes. Yeah, we did it we did a lot. I think that's good. What if, we never do badass bugs anymore though. Yeah, and you would think that uh, Badass Bugs would be, like, perfect for a show about badass warriors. Okay, badass <laughs> badass Bugs. All right, he's holding his flintlock pistol up to his head, and he says, uh, he says, these MFers out there about to make me go back to the old, brutal execution styles. Mm, that's perfect. Hey, should we, um, should we stop and do a quick... Uh a quick moment of silence for Larry Flint and Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Two pioneers of media. <laughs> wow. Do, is it possible that, like, they both went to Fat Man Heaven together? <laughs> um, I think if, you know what, if, I hope that they're in heaven because if both those guys are in heaven, that means that, we got a really good shot. Or it means That's God's true. a big-time neoconservative. <laughs> God loved the Iraq War. <laughs> I don't. But Larry Flint is kind of a confusing character because I don't know if he was a big-time conservative. He probably wasn't. He's he was a huge not. freedom of speech guy, right, John Paul? Don't you always sing Larry Flint's praises because of that hustler <laughs> court case? He was a big freedom of speech guy. He was like... He was uh, he was a guy who would like was a was sort of a political left wing agitator uh, in like the '90s, where he would like he would like put up money for people to come forward and uh, 
and expose Republican lawmakers for having affairs and stuff. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But apparently he was he also not a great guy. His daughter accused him oh. of, like, bad stuff. I mean, what you described as his good guy moments, Jump Paul, was him forcing people to come out of the closet. <laughs> uh, he does have a good quote about freedom of speech, though. Freedom of speech doesn't He's like, oh, what I, here's what I say. I can't talk that well because I got shot in the spine. Didn't yeah he did get shot in the spine by I believe Notorious Cree. Yep. <laughs> Notorious Cree was furious about a multiracial spread in Hustler. He did, but I will I will slam him for this is that he did he his magazine was extremely lewd. There was like was. there was like people peeing on each other and just wild stuff. Oh, you yeah. probably liked it though, John. I I was intrigued by it. I remember I beat off to an, uh, my my cousin's friend had a couple magazines and they, they had a total weird. Vibe in what they like passed the him around gone. the Burke family dinner table that was reading. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, high five! That was great. Fuck you! But I remember I had seen like Playboys before and like and they were much this these ones the hustlers shocked me. It was like really. Dude, I think a white supremacist shot Larry Flint. Hold on. Yes, it was. It was a white supremacist. (laughs) It was a white supremacist upset about uh, about racial interracial sex in in Hustler. Larry Flint's dad was a sharecropper. That's confusing. And um, (laughs) (laughs) okay, let's do a let's do a a Deepak Chopra moment on the show Vikings, which we I, talked so I know about. what my Deepak Chopra Yeah, we Chopra really is. didn't mention it at all. At the beginning of I the d- show, <laughs> the old guy. Who's that old guy? John Paul, at the beginning of the show, the old guy. Loki? Loki the beard guy? has these very deep ridges around his mouth and nose of aging, and I appreciated like how deep his wrinkles were. There was a depth to the man's wrinkles. Okay. Um, okay. My Deepak Chopra moment for the show um, would have to be uh, the execution. A uh, a Viking man kills a native uh, a native Amer- a native uh, first pe- first nations person, and so he is uh, supposed to be summarily executed in this really brutal way that they tell him will lead him to Valhalla. But then they don't do it in this way, and they just slit his throat and shame him for the rest of time. I know. Why didn't he? Why did they do that? Because they did not want him. They didn't think he deserved the honor of going to the Viking afterlife, Valhalla, the supposed heavenly hall where you get to eat and drink, and it's like going out to a bar for the rest of time. Is what Valhalla? It's like going is. to a what was it? What were those uh, buffets? It, a country buffet? <laughs> it's like going to the Saugus Hooters the night. That the Pats win uh, the Super Bowl every night for the rest of your life. Val- and Gabby Carter just started. No, Valhalla <laughs> is just Route 1 in Sagas, period. First you're at Hooters, then you're at Giggles, then you're capping the night off at the Golden Banana. It's just a hell of a night. <laughs> um, yeah, my Deepak Chopra moment was, the, it was a show about Vikings, and it reminded me of how much I enjoyed the show The Last Kingdom. Oh, nice. Um, 
All right, let's do a role play. What were any of these people's names? There was there was Ivar the Boneless. That's the only guy I really remember. And Loki. But I'm gonna be okay. Larry Flynn anyway, because I had fun doing Larry Flynn voice. Okay, I'll be um I'll be I'll be notorious Cree. Okay. Uh, <laughs> notorious Cree lives in Winnipeg in present day. I just want to throw that out there now. Uh, okay, okay. I will you know be, what? I'll be um... I'll be like uh, I'll be the guy with the wrinkles. Who is he? Loki. Loki. I'll be I'll be boneless. Ivan the boneless. Hey man. Oh, how you doing? Hey. I'm pretty upset because, um, you know, they call me Ivan the Boneless because I haven't had an erection in years. Well, well we can though... we can change that, buddy. No. Why don't you whip that thing out? Larry, we can't necessarily. Because just because you go to a new woman or man, if you bring in the same energy that you had with the old woman, your erection's still going to have problems. Because honestly, sir, I can tell that you're a fan of the Healthy at Any Size movement. And your body weight. I'm in a we- I'm in a wheelchair, you moron. Well, you think that, I can get up and take a run? No, I'm just saying that your physical health plays a role in the blood flow to your wee wee. I don't know. I don't know. I I've enjoyed. I I think that I saw a hustler once with a woman peeing on another man, and I enjoyed that. I think that might work. So can you conjure up that image in your head, or do we need to buy you well, that no. exact copy of Hustler? <laughs> there's there's no way you can do that now. So you'll just have to recreate it right here. I, I don't have to pee. I haven't had any water today. <laughs> well, well what, have you had any food? No, I, I do remember actually what? that they do say there's a lot of water and food, but I haven't had any food either. It's actually Ash Wednesday and I'm fasting. So I won't. Well, what if? Wait, what, no, wait a minute, Loki. You're 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 fasting in reverence <laughs> of the Christian God. I am. Yes, I want to show God that the only thing I hunger for is the Lord. So I'm I'm inducing oh, physical hunger. I'm surprised, but what now? Now, Larry, you seem to be an intelligent, intelligent man. I'm smart um, as a whip, Sean. What if I peed into his mouth? Do you think that then he could pee that onto me, and I could get erect? Absolutely. It's like the circle of piss. Now, now it seems like you, you, you have a colostomy bag on your side because you obviously aren't able to pee on your own anymore. Oh, that's, 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 uh, that's, just, that's not my urine. That's like I picked that up on the way here for a good time. <laughs> oh, well, why were you holding out on us, Larry? Uh, I just, I'm a little selfish, you know. It's my pee-pee. <laughs> so I bought it fair and square. <laughs> Now, Larry, before we go any further with us all three making love to one another, I'd like you to address the allegations from your daughter. I absolutely think this is not the time or the place <laughs> I would to agree, talk Larry. about this. I actually have gone to the Christian faith because there is a big policy of if you have allegations, you don't need to discuss them. So knock, 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 knock. Can I? Knock. Can I get? Can I get out? Can you absolve me, Loki? No. Knock, knock. Who's oh, that? let me uh, let me get the door. Hi, it's me, Carl Malone. Oh, Carl, we've heard about your allegations. We're gonna have to ask you to leave. <laughs> no, Loki, absolve us both of our sins. No, Carl, I can't absolve, absolve us, Carl. Please. I'm begging Carl to leave. 
I really Loki, am. You're a Norse god turned to Christ. So I, absolve I can us. Turn to Christ, but even absolve even us. Christ can't save me from Twitter. And I have a feeling that this Carl Malone thing's gonna keep on coming up and up and up, kind of like the Woody Allen thing. I, I can't absolve either one of them. <laughs> Although the, us Vikings do love Annie Hall. <laughs> What do you give right. Vikings? To be honest, it was actually pretty decent to watch. I didn't mind it, so I'll give it a 7. I give it a 1.1. I like the color saturation and the tint towards the blue-green hues, but I wasn't. there were too many characters. I don't like the idea of the two clans. If you gave me one clan, I could have been more into it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I give it a five. I uh, I thought it had uh, interesting ideas. I loved the the music and sound editing in it. I thought that was exceptional. This is an early leader for best sound editing at the finale. <laughs> Write that year. down because we we don't give that category the credit that it deserves sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night, America. Good night, Uri. Bye, Uri. Good night. Good night, world. Good night. Good night, everybody.